0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Digital Journeys. I'm Jerry Herodin. Today, I'm joined by Hasham Nabi, Managing Director of Cherry Beckert's Digital Advisory Services. Hasham will talk about his background and why he's a big fan of Salesforce products. So, without delay, welcome, Hasham.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Jerry. It's great to be talking to you about the Salesforce practice.
0: Great to be talking about this topic today, something I'm very excited about. So, Hisham, first of all, I want our listeners to get to know who you are, so tell me about your background.
1: Yeah, I've been in the consulting space for 22 years, helping clients drive outcomes through customer experience solutions. Uh, I started my career in consulting, uh, and I also worked at Oracle and Salesforce for for several years before I came to Cherry
0: Beckert. So, what what got you interested in technology to begin with?
1: Yeah, I think it was really just trying to solve clients' problems um, through technology solutions and um, working in business models that I could relate to. So I just find business models really interesting that relate to me. So, for example, if I go to the doctor and I work and I see the doctor, that the different tools that they use and how I can interact with those tools, that helps me understand those models and how technology can then serve those models can really help me relate. So that's, that's what really gets me interested in technology and, and really how the solutions that we help customers with fill those, those tools helps as well.
0: So, you know, you talk about models and over the years I've seen models change and I'm sure you've seen them change. And have, what's, what are some of the biggest changes you've seen with technology?
1: Yeah, I think that's an excellent question. So I think I think what I've seen happen is the digitization of technology has just completely changed. So our expectations of how to engage with companies has just dramatically altered over time, and even more so with COVID, right? So if you think about what used to be our expectation was, hey, we would just call in and we would interact with our favorite brand. And now we want to be able to interact or transact with our favorite brand through any channel any medium at any time right so if you think about flying with an airline or if you think about working with your doctor's office it's not just about calling by a phone or or or, you know that medium you want to be able to communicate via your phone via social media via email whatever channel whatever median whatever age grouping you need to have a digital engagement strategy and that's that's changed that was not the case 10 years ago that was not the case five years ago and when you look at covid that's even accelerated even more so um really when you look at our clients and you look at us as as consumers our expectations of engagement with brands has changed and the other thing that i think has changed is our expectations of engagement in a buying experience is based on our last best experience, right? So if you go and you interact with Amazon and you really like buying something off of Amazon and you go have a web buying experience, you compare it to Amazon and you're like, that was my best experience. I want that experience to be the same. Or if you go buy a car and you go to CarMax and you have a great experience and then you go buy it at another dealer, you compare it to CarMax. So, so I think it's it's not just the way that everything's become more digitized. And so you expect it every medium, but it's also you come you your last buying experience becomes your best buying experience. If I could use that analogy.
0: Yeah, that that's a good analogy. And you know, one of the things I've noticed over the years is just artificial intelligence, you know, how that's just so dominant today. I mean, just a few years ago, that seemed so far into the future. Now it's here. Everyone's using it. You look at chat bots, right? I mean, chatbots were were something that weren't very sophisticated just a few years ago. Now they're getting more and more sophisticated. Have have you seen that as a change as well?
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I neglected like to mention that. That's really crept up over the last 12 to 18 months, especially with chat GPT and automation. Um, when you look at when you look at the new sets of job opportunities are going to be coming up over the next five years. Automation is a big part of it, um, especially when you look at it through the lens of, if you look at kind of where the economy is headed, and when you look at boosting productivity, automation, AI, big, big part of it. And, and if I look at what we do for our clients on a regular basis is is we look at automation as a way to drive productivity and cost savings. So yeah, that's, AI and, and, and robotic process automation has been a big change as well.
0: Sure. So you joined Cherry Beckert in 2022. Um, tell me about some of the opportunities you see here. You know, what is your role with Cherry Beckert?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great question. So I lead our uh, Salesforce, MuleSoft, Tableau digital advisory business. And for those folks that don't know, Salesforce is a digital engagement platform that helps companies engage with their customers better essentially um, so we essentially help develop and deploy salesforce solutions
0: so um so there are tremendous opportunities using salesforce products as you just mentioned um, you know my thought is a lot of larger organizations are pretty ingrained in Salesforce, right? They may have a lot of products in-house, they're using Salesforce, they know Salesforce, but then our target audience is more mid-sized companies, right? And what opportunities do you see to try to promote Salesforce to mid-sized companies or how can Salesforce help these mid-sized companies?
1: Yeah, so I think there's there's a couple of areas. So I think one is all the mid-sized companies trying to do more with less right they they have smaller staffs and typically they're trying to do more with less so if you think about you talked about ai and robotic process automation right so one of the solutions that we work with is MuleSoft and rpa robotic process automation and it automates a lot of tasks that could be done by humans right so So with mid-sized companies, we could automate tasks and free up staff to do more high-value tasks. So that's one area where we could help mid-sized companies. Because, again, they're leaner, they have fewer staff, they have fewer people doing more tasks. So we free them up to do high-value tasks. And then if you look at the top-line aspect of it, Mid-sized companies have to grow, right? They have a they have a growth imperative. They have to grow into the next market share, into the next revenue horizon. So one of the things that Salesforce does really well is help companies grow through its sales cloud functionality. And I think we can really help in that space by deploying sales solutions that just help with pipeline management, forecasting, making the sales team excel and grow, grow better. Um, and then I think the last one is probably customer and channel engagement. So uh, a lot of times with these mid-sized companies, you sell a solution and then you've got to engage your customer base to service them better, to increase the to improve the customer experience, to then sell after the sale and grow that, again, grow that top line and continue that customer experience. And Salesforce has a slew of solutions where you can help with that. So, so I see it as one, doing more with less through automation, growing the top line, the growth imperative, helping the mid-sized company grow into that large size company, and then really helping with, you know, the, 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 the customer service engagement element of it. Um, and then the last piece I'll add is, there's a lot of other tasks that you can build onto the Salesforce platform that we can we can just automate and just develop apps for, right? That you would do in a mid-sized company that are that are just manual today, that you can build on, to, like onboarding HR tasks, things like that that you can that you can develop applications for.
0: So I want to talk to you about um, cloud data. You know, and I know Salesforce is big into the whole cloud experience and customer data. Why is it important for a mid-sized company to be thinking about experience cloud solutions and tracking customer data? Why is that such a big deal?
1: Well, I think, you know, stitching, first of all, data is very important because the security of data matters, right? I mean, if you have a breach of data, it, it can impact your relationship with your customer. So I think that's important, number one. Number two stitching together your data and understanding your customer's data helps you sell better to your customer right so if i call into a mid-sized company into any company right forget about the size of the company and if i'm a company and i can understand the history that i've had with that company i can service my customer better right so it's really it's the ability to understand the customer and the ability to stitch together a better customer experience. And what that helps me and the company do is it helps me develop a better experience, understand understand my customer better, sell better, drive more revenue, drive a better experience, and hold on to to my customer better, right? Because at the end of the day, you're constantly trying to just hold on to that customer, given that you need that customer a lot more, especially if you're a mid-sized company, you can't lose it. It's, it's 10 times harder to acquire a new customer than it is to keep that customer.
0: So one thing you mentioned a while ago, you you talked about a slew of Salesforce products. Yeah. And yeah, they have a ton. And if I'm a mid-sized company, I'm going, okay, I I hear you, Hisham, I I know I need some products, I know I need to track customer data. I don't even know where to start. What would you say to them?
1: So I think, um, you know, I don't think it's ever a good idea to start with technology. Um, because that's that's always a recipe for failure. <laughs> I what what I always recommend is to start with your problem statement first, and then to solve for that problem statement and put a strategy in place that then leads into technology. So so we always try to think about what what do you, what's the problem that you're trying to solve for? Is it and typically it's either a growth challenge or a cost challenge or an efficiency challenge, right? So you're either trying to grow your business or you're trying to lower cost or you're trying to become more efficient or or so you're either trying to find customers or you're trying to lower your cost to serve or you're trying to become more effective and automate right and then from there we try to figure out okay what are the capabilities that would drive that right uh, within the salesforce platform and, and then we, we try to think about, okay, based on those capabilities, what's the impact that we're going to drive, right? Is it going to be increased revenue? Is it going to be lower cost? Is it going to be, you know, l- reduced customer churn? And we try to draw out a business model and value model that can, that can actually drive outcomes for our clients, and, and I, so, I, so I would encourage all our clients to, to not think about, and, and we help our clients from this perspective, to not think about it from a technology angle, but to think about it from a problem angle and from an outcomes angle. And then think about, OK, what technology works, because if you start with technology and you just you're, you're not going to be successful, um, you have to first start with the problem and 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 then you, and then you work through what your solution is.
0: Okay, so somebody who is considering going down this road, uh, what should they do? I mean, do you offer some sort of initial assessment? You know, are you willing to talk to them and just kind of talk about that process?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's great. So uh, that's a great question. So at Cherry Becker, we actually have a digital transformation service team where we come in and we sit down with our clients and we kind of start by understanding what the problem statement is. And one of the areas we look at is is just the processes that a company has. And we narrow into the problem statement. And oftentimes what we'll do is we'll look at uh, optimizing processes, looking at their current state and developing what their future state will look like. And based on that, then we figure out what the technology solution is. And sometimes that's Salesforce, sometimes it could be something else. Uh, and then we we develop a roadmap to implement it um, and eventually address that problem. But we always, one of the things that we do really well here is we always start by listening and finding out what that actual problem statement is, and then developing a vision for how to address it and and what tomorrow's world looks like, uh, and then aligning a roadmap in a way to get there. So that's that's how we would start. Um, so so if you have a problem today that you're struggling with, and it could be anything, it it could be something internal. Hey, I'm struggling to engage with my employees, right? Uh, you tell, I mean, that's, that's what I love about this job, is I love solving problems, right? So it could be as simple as, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to develop a performance improvement plan system for uh, my employees, right? Or I'm trying to figure out a way to incentivize my sales team, right? That's a great problem statement. So we'll, we'll come in and we'll sit down and we'll try to figure out, well, how do we, how do we dissect that problem, right? And, and from there, we'll develop uh, a vision and we'll develop a future state process and a roadmap and we'll go from there from a technology perspective.
0: Okay, great, Hasham. Uh, this has been a great conversation. And if anyone would like to learn more about how they can get started with Salesforce or just have someone look at the problems that you may be facing, contact Hasham.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for the time.
0: All right. Thank you. Thanks again for the discussion today, Hishon. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. As always, feel free to like and share this podcast.